Genesis 1. In the beginning it was dark, and nothing existed except for God. Then God was like, Am I the only one who's tripping on things around here? Just because it's a formless void doesn't mean we have to live like savages. And bam, there was light. God liked that so much, he made half of existence light. He called that part day, and the dark part night. And just like that, God invented a day. The next morning, God said, Holy shit! I almost wish I didn't turn the light on. Look at this place. It's a fucking dump. I gotta do something about this void. So he built what would eventually be named heaven. To keep the rabble out, he built a cosmic invisible fence around it. He decided to call the place on the other side of this fence, Sky. That's where all the mortal shit would take place, he thought. The shock of seeing his formless void for the first time, combined with his construction of heaven, tired God out tremendously. So he called it a day. The second, actually. After the shock of the previous day's realization had worn off, God discovered that for a supposedly formless void, there were a lot of particles flying about serving no purpose whatsoever. I'm getting dizzy watching all these specks floating around aimlessly. So he gathered up a bunch of void dust and created the earth. Even though he hadn't invented DNA, or cells, or amino acids, or any other component necessary for life, he saw so much potential for this new place, he said, Fuck it. This place will get all sorts of beautiful vegetation right from the start. After that, he called it a day and went home. It had been three full days of inventing. If you're enjoying Libel the Bible Bible version, come join our Patreon for an always growing catalog of interruption-free biblical chapters as read and interpreted by us. Come check us out at patreon.com slash the Bible. For now, let's get back into this thing. The next day, God thought back to how he invented light. He was so amazed by light that he decided to create a star. He also made sure that the new planet he invented would rotate and revolve around this star. To mark the passage of time and all that other science stuff. So, he made the sun. He also made the moon to shine at night. That was what God did on the fourth day. It's highly likely that God was feeling lonely in his kingdom. Since Netflix wasn't going to be around for another 6,000 years, he said, I'm going to fill up the water and the sky with all kinds of crazy-looking creatures I can watch, hunt, and fight, and eat each other. But then, he realized if they all hunt and kill each other, he'd have to create more of them. So after he created these animals, he told them, I want you all to have a lot of sex so that you have a lot of babies. I have a lot on my plate right now, and it would really be helping me out if I didn't have to constantly create more of you. 
That was day five. By then, God realized he created a planet, but hadn't done anything with all that land. He said, Watching those crazy-looking tentacle monsters eat each other is getting boring. Let's put some freaky-looking land creatures down there immediately. And he did. And he loved it. After seeing how cool watching these animals was, God decided to perform the ultimate scientific taboo. He thought to himself, I should really create clones of myself and have them run this entire planet for me. He did exactly that. He cloned himself, making two versions, male and female. He called them humankind. God was really into them. But, being a bit vain, he told them, Listen, look around you. Look at all this amazing shit I've provided you with. You've got all these animals you control. You've got all these fruits and vegetables and trees you can eat from and have sex under. Do not embarrass me. I made you in my image and my reputation hinges on how you carry yourselves. Go take care of business. Have lots of babies. Dominate all the plants and animals on this planet and make me proud. That's how day six ended. End of Genesis 1.